0: the following program is a presentation of fox sports radio charlotte the free fox sports app available from apple or google play and always online at fox sports radio charlotte.com it's time for the uptown sports crowd here's mackie gallagher with ben cole Charlotte and welcome to Fox Sports Radio, Charlotte. My name is Mackie Gallagher. I'm joined as always by my boy Ben Cole, and we are here for the first time in two weeks. Last week we took off for Thanksgiving, got to spend some time with our friends and family, enjoy good food, and surprisingly, enjoy some good football. That was the first time in a while that I feel like we had some good
1: Thanksgiving football in quite some time. It's very true. Doesn't it always feel like the games are so disappointing? On Thanksgiving?
0: It's because they're mostly wed by the Lions.
1: And, and this is also true. It is known. It is known. But the Lightning, or the... Oh. The Lightning, you're, you're in the wrong sport, a, brother. Yeah, you're the, in the wrong the, sport. The lions. To, I, need, I need you to not mess up again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so The Lions put up a great fight against the Bills. That was a fun game, and that was the first game of the day. Once that happened, I was like, oh, we're in for one.
0: Right, and then... Uh, and, you know, I, I I won all my fantasy matchups last week. Mm, I, that had, good. I had I uh, had Amon Ross St. Brown. Gave oh, me like yep. 33 me in too. that game. Yeah. I had Justin Jefferson in the late game. And I can't even – I'm drawing a blank. I can't even think who was in the middle game. You
1: had the Lions and the Bills. You had the Giants and the Cowboys. The
0: Giants and the Cowboys, your team. How can I forget your team, Ben?
1: Yeah, that was rough. The that. Giants played pretty well. I was expecting us to lose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were up like 13-7, you know through the through the half and then things just fell apart
0: it's the spiritual wins the but you know the, the good team's finished that but no yours are still in the race over Y'all are still in the race. I feel, I feel like right now the NFC East, like, y'all, y'all are getting ready to lock down those wild card spots if y'all keep it uh, keep it going. But that's that's talk for a later time of the show. Once again, thank you for joining us. My name is Mackie Gallagher, Ben Cole. To my right, we are live on Fox Sports Radio Charlotte every single Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on 94.7 FM, 1660 a.m. Or you can catch us online digitally wherever you want to listen on FoxSportsRadioCharlotte.com and our amazing Fox Sports Sports. sports radio charlotte mobile app man there's just so many ways to listen what do you tell your friends whenever you ask them to listen or did you listen to the show and then they say no what do you do that's like not violent because i gotta always you know take a second i gotta remember that you know they have other stuff to do but it should i want to tell them like it's all me 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 like you need to spend your hour on a sunday morning all about me 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 do you do that to your friends
1: just a little.
0: Just a little. No, yeah, I'm just I'm kidding. like, please, Sorry. please. please a, It's not me, me, me. It's me begging. Sorry, my Leo, my Leo came out. My Leo came out. I'm a fiery son, so I have learned. We have a live studio audience member with us today. Uh, Ben's girlfriend, Lila, is in the house. Now, Lila, don't be afraid to laugh if we crack some jokes, even (laughs) if they're not funny. I need this to sound like a 2006 episode of The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. (laughs) We need
1: that laugh track.
0: We need need that laugh track. Uh, Once again, thank you for joining us. We took last week off for Thanksgiving, but the week before Thanksgiving, we were talking, and you know— Ben uh, self-proclaimed himself as a as a well-rounded athletic <laughs> Whoa, guy. Why no,
1: do you lead with that?
0: Because, because I was going to follow it up with, oh. I agree.
1: Oh, oh okay. <laughs> no, but Thank we you. all,
0: and, and you listening, we all have those friends that just pick up something and they're just like decent at it. At least decent at the bare minimum. With me, I am not that person. I am, uh, like with basketball, pick up basketball, I will set some screens and get some rebounds while also getting some shin splints. He's the those, role player. Those are the only three stats I'm going to put up. I have played basketball with Ben, this man hoops. I have <laughs> played some pool with him. I've, I've never played ping pong with you, but I feel like you're one of those guys I that like, just, like hey, you just put some ping pong when you're walking down the street, then all of a sudden you like skunk them. But you told me one sport that I've never heard a friend who was athletic say that they were going to participate in, and that was curling. And so I remember you sent me some videos of you doing some curling and all that stuff. And like y'all won or something, or like you were putting up some numbers, babe. I don't know how scoring
1: works in curling, So but
0: based on the videos you sent me, you were you were uh, hooping or whatever hooping. that well, that I, synonym yeah. for curling I is. Was, I was curling. You were curling. You were yeah, sweeping.
1: Yeah. I was sweeping <laughs> with the Swiffer Wet Jet. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, yeah. So it was the curling tournament over Thanksgiving. It was the tired of turkey, like curling thing or whatever curling tournament tired of turkey yeah i guess it was supposed to be like you know we've done so many thanksgiving day things already because it's like two days after thanksgiving gotcha. let's go curl um so it was four people on a team uh you have like you know the person calling all of the shots and then you know three everyone throws stones or whatever but uh we started off down really bad so the scoring works to give you a quick breakdown please do um it's basically just whoever gets the most amount of stones closest to the center. So, you like, I don't know if you've ever watched curling. They literally sometimes have a measurement where they have to bring out a thing, a tool, so that measures which one is closer. Mm-hmm. But it's really intense because everything can change in one shot. It's just whoever, you know, if they knock one that's closest than any of them, they get one. You know, that's, that's how it works. But uh, we were down 3 nothing, um, And then it's kind of like innings, if that makes sense, with baseball. So the way you throw the shots, like, it's whoever gets closest, but you do, like, eight ends within a game. So like eight innings, if you will, okay. like you have a top, like, you know, one team shoots first and the next team shoots and then like there's eight rounds.
0: Okay. So in those eight rounds when you're shooting, do, does like your whole team shoot all their shots at one time or no, do you, so alternate you alternate between? Like okay.
1: I shot first and then I would throw one. The other team's first player would throw one. Gotcha. I would throw another one, et cetera. We'd and then, then y'all go, go down there shows. and
0: walk and then y'all start the sweeping. And yeah, all yeah, yeah. I'm getting it. I'm getting
1: it. But we were down three nothing after the first two ends or something in the first game. And then we just turned it around. Um, our team just started clicking, you know. That chemistry I, was building? Yeah, I started, you know, getting the hang of it. Do you know uh, the names of the people that were on your team? Yeah, we had Trevor, my brother Zach, and then uh, Joe. Joe, Trevor, this, Zach, and Joe, yeah, and Ben. Yeah. I like that. And apparently Trevor was, like, the best curler there, and then apparently Zach is considered one of the best curlers there. Your brother Zach? Yeah. All right, Coles, yeah, i yeah. see you. And then this guy Joe, who was new to that like league that area, mm-hmm. but apparently he'd be he'd been curling twenty years, so he ended up being <laughs> really good. Um, and then me, I, hope so. I ended up being a sleeper. So our team was kind of stacked. <laughs> it was kind of
0: <laughs> This man got Nick Chubb. This <laughs> man got Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. Oh yeah. man, come no, on. No,
1: yeah, we ended up skunking the the team we played second. Like they literally quit. They said they uh, quit. Y'all got, they they rage. made them the rage <laughs> quit, but yeah. they pulled a U you in Call of Duty. That's crazy. <laughs> But it was a fun time.
0: And you call you said it's called a bond spiel. Yeah, bond spiel. I um, love that bond spiel. Right? I love that word.
1: But yeah, bond spiel. Was, yeah, you fun. sent me you
0: sent me the score. No, but uh <laughs> it was live
1: streamed and everything. No, it was live streamed. I was watching yeah. some of it.
0: No, but that's why I think it was funny just because like I have a few friends that every single time they just do anything like in sports they just like kind of pick it up to where no matter what they are a role player. And I just think that was fascinating. Out because you said uh, you said there are leagues around. Like there's one here in Charlotte. Yeah. And then you said your brother Zach was into it, right? And then mm-hmm. he invited you. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever do curling
1: again? Oh, definitely. Uh, it would probably be through invite. I think it's something I'd want to do casually, but I don't know. Like, it's a lot of fun, yeah. I would be down to, like, bring you to the one here and, like, mm. us do it together. See, based
0: but, based on how sore you were, like, the week oh, after, I, I don't want to do that. Th- I will say that. I will that say that was a turnoff for me. I
1: have played, like, just about every sport competitively, not, like, you know, at a high level. I just mean, <laughs> like, I've played, like, where I'm trying my hardest, Yeah, you know, whether it's pickup or <laughs> an actual competitive setting. But I've never been more sore after any other sport than when I was playing curling. I mean, the next day, like I swept enough to get like every house cleaner on the East Coast like 40 hours of paid time off. <laughs> like my arms the next day were felt like they were about to fall off. They felt like SpongeBob's arms when he's trying to lift weights. <laughs> How many analogies can I make? I don't know. But uh,
0: as long as there's SpongeBob analogies, <laughs> you can make as many as you want.
1: I was so sore. It was unbelievable. No, but other than that, Thanksgiving was good. Thanksgiving was, it was good. good. It was chill. Like I said, just watch football. Uh, got some good eats. Are you a sides guy? Are you a turkey guy? I'm a
0: sides guy. I'm a turkey guy for the tradition. But yeah. honestly, we could have ham or something. Yeah, we could have, we have But they could bring over DiGiorno as long as I got the stuff in, the mac That's and cheese and I'm all that saying. stuff. I'll be all happy. My brother
1: ate leftover bees. Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, on I Thanksgiving? football Yeah.
0: I guess. Like, uh, he ate sides. But I guess like, Zach is just a big fan of Zaxby's. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, okay. All right. Ben's going to take over. Lyle, let's we'll, we'll, take it over. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be right back. But, no, I'm a size guy. I love mac and cheese. My mom, uh, Joan, she killed it, as always, went to visit her new spot at the beach. It's, it's cool because my mom's been talking about moving to the beach ever since, like, 2013, 2014. Finally did it. Love her spot. Softest. And I mean softest carpet I have ever walked on. <laughs> I know that doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but every time I go there, like I am amazed at how like your it's, like like, temper- wow. it's like a temper it's like a tempur it's like a carpet. Yeah, you step and then your footprint like comes back to form. Oh wow, I know it's crazy. Now yeah, uh, I'm sure uh, I'm sure based on like you know what she's paying off on and her mortgage and everything, she wants me to like more than just the carpet. Sorry, Joan, <laughs> like, the carpet is just is is, is, is truly amazing. Uh, I. This is kind of a running joke with us because we're on Sundays and we're on once a week to where we always say like yeah a lot of stuff has happened a lot so we got to talk about it a week after. <laughs> we all we normally do that with panther games and sports. This time we're doing it with Thanksgiving. What's your favorite side?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know we're
0: in a different month and you know Christmas time is to
1: here but you know. um, favorite side. Honestly like it's a it's so basic, but mac and cheese just hits. If it's really good mac and cheese, it's just it's just hard like, to get wrong. I like uh, broccoli cheese casserole. I can that, I, I like that. that I love broccoli for sus. some reason. But, uh, yeah, so, broccoli's good. All right. Although, they, didn't you I, you didn't always, we learn from her recently? I'm pointing to Lila. Didn't we learn from her recently that like broccoli's fake? I feel like not, be, neither of us knew that.
0: And it's not fake. Or it's artificial. And, and I don't want to no. go against uh, your intelligence, Lila. But I knew that at least like a year or two ago. Oh. So she might have I mean, told I me, but, but I've, just, been gate, he, I've been gatekeeping. Reminded us. I've been gatekeeping the fact that I know that broccoli <laughs> is like man-made or something. It's some genetically modified. I'm not sure. I just know it's not grown from the ground. It's some kind of cabbage, and you put in. Uh, you put in. It's like. It's like. It's like. Uh, you know when Captain America got the soldier serum. In the first movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> just imagine bus taking cabbage taking out the ground, you go. <laughs> and, you, and you take it to some weird basement in 1940s New York, and you just inject it, then it turns into broccoli. Were you a fan of broccoli as a young kid, or yeah. did it just randomly pick up one
1: day? No, I think I always liked broccoli. It was better than alternatives.
0: What were the alternatives?
1: Uh, I don't know. Carrots? Other vegetables? You
0: liked broccoli over carrots? I liked
1: both. I liked all vegetables, honestly, like... No, there were no weird vegetables that were prepared that I didn't like. Uh,
0: broccoli became Green like, beans.
1: I like green beans.
0: <laughs> green beans. <laughs> I green beans. I, 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 broccoli, I hated up until I was like
1: 21 or 22. Dang. And then it just <laughs> And then it
0: just clipped. I just got it one day. I think I just forgot to not order it. I think I was like at some steakhouse, got a steak and got like corn on the cob and broccoli. I don't know. It was whatever two sides uh, were with it in the picture. And then I just ate some broccoli, and I was like, "Man, this is life changing." Wow. And then ever since then, I was like, "You know what? Maybe vegetables aren't bad. Maybe I should get some every now and then, get some color on my plate."
1: Mm-hmm. But uh,
0: the pyramid. There was one more thing I wanted to ask you, based on a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving that was over a week ago.
1: But yeah, it feels like an eternity. Ago. It does
0: feel like we like, and I, I've made jokes about this, but we are in the no man's land of the year is like that time between Thanksgiving and New Year's, especially that time after Christmas and new, in between New Year's. But it's just one of those times to where it's just like all right, now you're just in the Christmas spirit. This is the first year where I'm really going to be shopping for people.
1: Same. And where I, I have, I don't have the excuse of I'm poor to we, not we, get somebody a gift. That's what
0: I'm saying. Like It's like I, I have to get certain people a gift that deserve it. Yeah. But the thing with me that I just can't do with shopping is just like doing it. Yeah, Like, I, I just, the the thought of me getting in my car, well, go going online. through the traffic of South End. I know, but sometimes part of it is, you know, walking through the store and be like, ah, they
1: will like that.
0: And then you pick it off and you put it in your basket or your cart, you go to checkout, and then you have somebody wearing some elf ears and they're like, are you having a good holiday season? Will you
1: donate to the Salvation Army? Yeah. Uh, not today. <laughs> not
0: today. That's <laughs> really all it is. No. And Maybe I won't ru- next time. <laughs> and I won't round up. But uh, but no, nah, I just I'm just not a huge shopper. I don't know what to get people. I would rather just I'm that kind of guy that, and some people are gonna disagree because like you know people's love languages are gift giving. Mine is not. Same. I would much rather give them the money I would spend on the gift I also, <laughs> and just be like go wild. Yes, with it. but
1: unpopular opinion. Um, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Like, I think you reach a certain age. I don't know if we've reached that age yet, especially, like, with our parents because we just just reached that point where we can get them stuff Mm -hmm. and things along those lines. But for the most part, if you're a grown adult buying – like, we make such a big deal buying gifts for other grown adults that can buy their own gifts. Like, I think gift giving, the idea of it is just kind of like, eh, if it's just, like, an item. Like, if you're creative and you can make something that's unique or, like, personal to that person from scratch that you did, totally different. I think that's way more meaningful than, like, me going up to you and being like, hey, Mackie, what do you want? And you're like, oh, I want some AirPods. And then I'm like, okay. And then I go get buy you some AirPods that you could buy. Right. Nah, it's, and you know see, what I mean? And you
0: say that and I'm laughing because that's how I am right now when people <laughs> are asking me, what like, what's on your Christmas list? What do I want or need that I don't just want to go out and buy? That's really all Okay, it is. yeah. But, no, there have been some very creative. Like, I've gotten uh, – Last year, I got gifts uh, or a gift of, like, records, and they were all, like, specific records. or like albums. Cool. I'm like, I, lo- I love stuff like that.
1: Or or it can be, like, an item thing, but it's different like that. Like, if I'm going up and being like, what do you want? It's different if I'm in a store or something, like a record store, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is Mackie's favorite record. I know he doesn't have it. Yeah. That's different. Too. But, uh, yeah, like, my mom was or something like. something that makes you think of somebody. I don't know.
0: But, yeah, my mom and some friends were like, what do you want? And I said, like, some, like, dress socks. <laughs> I said a shoe rack, you know, a rack for shoes. I want one of those, but it's just it's just items that I want. I don't know. It's just, uh, and I think I'm not that big of a gift giver, just because I'm not that good. I'm like one of those guys who, like, when I'm with people, like, I know what they like, I know what they want, but it's just like when it comes time to like get the gift, I'm like my mind just goes blank. And I'm sure it's like that the opposite way. And someone's like, "What would you like for uh, Christmas?" I'm just like, I have no idea. I can't think on the spot right now. Me neither. No, it's uh, I do enjoy Christmas time. I do enjoy the act of giving. My mom, her her love language has to be gift giving. She's always so good at it. Has been very good at it. You know those memes to where it's like, uh, it's like that little kid or like Baby Yoda holding a cup of coffee, or that little kid on the couch with a little smile, and it's like your mom after uh, you unwrap the oh, gift, yeah. she says she's not getting you. That's always been my mom. So, I'm like, I remember, I, I, I remember one time uh, my mom and my dad bought me a Wii for Christmas, right? When that was like the huge yeah. thing. And like, I threw a temper tantrum. Uh, when you like, did not see that like, Wii? Like, two days before Christmas. And she was like, You're losing a present because of that, which I think is a good parenting move. And mm-hmm. then uh, as I'm unwrapping, like, uh, like I help clean up like the wrapping paper. And like, I'm like seven or eight at the time, just doing the bare minimum. And then she was like, All right, just one second. And then she goes and gets one more gift, and it's the Wii. <laughs> And she's like you know, I got a life lesson out of it. But <laughs> no. if my if my mom gets a present, she is she is always dying to see you open. It. Like when you're opening, she's just sitting there, just all smiling and giggly, like John Mulaney, that <laughs> real estate mom energy. Oh yeah, that's exactly how my mom is. <laughs> but Christmas is just around the corner, and I love Christmas. I, 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 Christmas music, eh?
1: There's some there's some eh. song
0: there's some songs I can vibe with, but just the general like where I live on a in fourth ward they do this they do the decoration yeah they it's do like this christmas walk they really is uh in a very different way i wouldn't <laughs> say fourth very, ward of uh, charlotte different is different uh, and much smaller city. scaled but, way but it's like living in a neighborhood to where people are going all out in christmas it is nice like walking down the street at night and you know it's like oh a lit up candy cane yeah. oh a nutcracker i like it oh it's nine seventeen, and we talked broccoli <laughs> shin splints and nutcrackers all right, but there's there's something big going on in the world in sports. I don't know if you heard of it.
1: It's called the World Cup.
0: The World Cup, yeah. and of course, uh, or not of course. Let me stop that. Unfortunately, USA
1: <laughs> lost. Of course,
0: <laughs> lost yesterday nah, against rip, the Netherlands. USA. Three to one was I the final score. I woke up at
1: 10 a.m. for that.
0: Right. That's what like I was sitting with some people. I was like, "Y'all want to go out to a bar or something like that? Do you want to do this at 10 a.m.?" That's that. That's a sacrifice I do. That or, game
1: was just super frustrating because. The U.S. like didn't like every ex- people expected them to lose to the Netherlands, but they didn't play bad per se. Like they on a, offensively offensively, they had opportunities. They just didn't shoot the ball a lot. And when they did, they weren't quality shots. And then on the defensive side, as our friend Will said, they couldn't mark a calendar. I mean, guys were <laughs> wide open in the box.
0: They couldn't mark a calendar.
1: Uh, So, yeah, when you just hand Netherlands two easy goals, it makes it difficult. Um,
0: I think their last three matches have been very well, though. Or it yeah. played very well, fairly well. Not a lot of offense, yeah. but they they did a good job giving themselves opportunities. And the, and like, the
1: big takeaway from this one is this team is young, um, so this will be basically our same team for the next couple World Cups, and they're only going to get, you know, more mature and better. So
0: and one thing I like is that they needed to beat Iran to get in. You know, after losing when they to Wales, they could do that. yeah, after uh, tying or uh, having a draw with England.
1: I will say the I've. I've seen a lot on U.S. soccer Twitter. And, I mean, I think I can make this observation, too, that our coach apparently has got to go. Okay. Uh, just bad subs, bad management, um, bad system. I mean, yeah, I would say his system was not working. We barely scored throughout the whole World Cup.
0: Uh, no, yeah, and that's, that's, we, that's when my you have thing with talent, football or soccer. Yeah. I like, just score. Also,
1: like- he wasn't playing um, Reina, who plays for Dortmund, which is, like, one of the better, like, I know them. Mm-hmm. To put it in a perspective. It's a well-known club, so why is this guy who plays on Dortmund on our bench, you know?
0: No, I feel that. Uh.
1: But the World Cup's still going on. There's uh, Argentina also moved on yesterday. Wait,
0: that's that's who I'm rooting for, just Messi? No,
1: the Aussies. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. You, oy, just, oy, you, oy. <laughs> you just want them to win because you do a good Australian accent. Yeah, but also, like, I, <laughs> I'm kind of... Yeah, you're right. Hot take, but, like, Messi and Ronaldo are kind of the worst in terms of people. So, no. like, they can both fail in my eyes really (laughs) like actually yeah, I'd much rather for the World Cup for not being a big soccer fan I would much rather see an insane upset than Messi who's already won a bunch and who I don't really care about or I'm indifferent about Mm -hmm. win a World Cup Okay, I feel you know that. What I mean, I'm always
0: down, no matter what. And that's one thing, and that's one thing I like that my dad has passed on to me in sports is I will always root for an underdog. I will like, always no, root like for an underdog. Like number one, yeah. I don't care who's playing. If I ever turn on a game, no matter what sport, and there's like someone unranked playing the number one team in the nation, or in the country, or in the world, and then it's a one possession game or something like yeah. that, or it's like one's goal changes everything. I will sit down and watch that in a exactly. heartbeat.
1: Exactly. Like I was getting hype watching the Australia game yesterday. They're down two. And they uh, got within one and then almost scored. In, like, and against Argentina. Yeah. yeah, against Argentina.
0: Very yeah. And I and I texted you and you mm-hmm. weren't that impressed. No, but, but it's no, nah, right. but with the block, it, I just thought it was crazy. Like just with the uh with how far he came out of the goal. Yeah, but you wanna know what's embarrassing is, what is Australia
1: embarrassing? wouldn't have been down a goal that game if their goalie had just cleared it. They, I, did, they I did backpassed see that clip. it to their goalie and he just, just call- said, Let me try and dangle through two attackers. And then get the ball stolen and give them a free goal, but it's okay. There's th- games today. Um, I will say, how about say, are we gonna talk about it? Uh, w- w- no, I'll just say something at the end of the segment. <laughs> okay. I but there's two, There's games today. There's uh There's uh Poland and France at 10 a.m. Okay. Right so after right after, that after that show ends. the show. Um, a clash of stars. You have Lewandowski on Poland and uh, Mbappe on France. France the. The reigning champs and favorites. In okay, this okay. So yeah, I'm wearing
0: it a lot. I was I I watch it for the enjoyment, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend yeah. to know what's going on.
1: I just all I'll ask of the games is please don't let it come down to PKs because that does not show who a better soccer team is. Yeah. Just please don't come down to PKs. That's all I'll ask.
0: I agree. And like and I remember we were talking throughout the week, and that's what it is. Like you you're running for ninety plus minutes on this huge pitch. And then, you know, time ends or penalties in the box. And it's like, okay, let's kick it from 10 feet out. Yeah. I might just be an idiot. I might just be an idiot with this stuff. But, you know, maybe they just, like, change, the just change the rules. change the rules, maybe. But that's, that's just me coming in <laughs> as somebody who hasn't grown up watching a lot of soccer. But, uh, you
1: know, fresh eyes is, can sometimes be a good perspective mm-hmm. or just fresh views. I think we're just bringing that.
0: I think that, and that's what I just want to make it clear that like, <laughs> yeah. if you want to say like, oh, what's up in the or what's going on with the U.S. team or what's going on in soccer, I'm not the person to ask, but I will watch any sport. Yeah. And this is just from me watching yeah. a sport.
1: And from us watching the sport, I'll just say for a sport that's not conducive to scoring, it feels silly that we're gonna decide games by a by a PKs, where the where the goalie literally has to guess which direction the ball is going. Mm. All I'll say to finish this up, all I'll say is I wish. In soccer, they would just shrink the field and goal, like reduce it to like th- two defenders, three attackers, a goalie, make unlimited subs available, and then put ice everywhere.
0: <laughs> that sounds a lot like something I know.
1: <laughs> sounds like something better. Sounds like hockey. Is there anything big going on in hockey? Um no, just no. depressed that the New York Rangers are. That's what I'll
0: say. Bringing up hockey, talking about but soccer the Canes, the and the Rangers. Are good. Uh, we we're not. I just wanted to hear you say All that right. the Rangers aren't good. Now, World Cup today we got Poland and France. Didn't realize France won last time, so that makes sense. That they are the favorite, and it should be a good match between the two, as you know we are now into uh, now into the knockout rounds. We are, which in the I am round. most excited for. Oh yeah,
1: and we have England and Senegal at two. By the way, okay. So uh, go Senegal. Go Senegal yeah
0: go sign a go. I'll I'll root for Senegal. We're
1: rooting against the colonizers. (laughs) And the underdogs.
0: (laughs) No, this is the Uptown Sports Crowd right here on Fox Sports Radio. Charlotte, he's Ben Cole. I'm Mackie Gallagher. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Carolina Panthers, kind of their road to the playoffs. They're on a bye this week. But somebody's been back in the news that maybe Panther fans aren't too happy to hear. And we got to talk a little bit about what we're uh, hearing and seeing on videos across his media tour as he starts his new job next season. Don't go anywhere. This is the Uptown Sports Crowd right here on Fox Sports Radio. Charlotte. And now back to more of the Uptown Sports Crowd on Fox Sports Radio Charlotte
1: 94.7. It's
0: the Uptown Sports Crowd. I'm Fox Sports Radio Charlotte. Man, ah, I love the weekend, Ben.
1: So nice.
0: Jack Daniel bringing us back in, this wonderful music. We talked some World Cup, talked some of the matches going on. We talked some curling that Ben uh, took part in a couple weeks ago. We talked that, uh, and we just learned over the commercial break, that uh, broccoli is in the same like species. family of species, or the same species of uh, what cauliflower, was it? Ca- Cauliflower, collard greens, collard greens kale, all of those. kale. And there was one more. Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Ah, I didn't even see her say it. Man, I learned. She can be a teacher. Lila can be a teacher. Uh Lala Harry in the studio with us today. Uh, So if you hear someone laughing in the background, that is her. Or that is just us forcing her to laugh at our (laughs) poor jokes that we will be saying over the course of the next 31 minutes. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. We are live every single Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. We also upload this show in a, as a podcast on uh, the Uptown Sports Crowd on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and tune into Ben and I there. Now, the the main story, the main thing I want to get to, you know, as the Uptown Sports Crowd, a big thing in the Uptown Sports scene of the Carolina Panthers. They are on a bye this week, and then they go and take on the Seahawks in Seattle uh, next week. But... Uh, it was announced since our last show. Granted, we took last week off. It was announced since our last show that Matt Rule accepted a head coaching job, as expected. Everybody expected it yeah. to happen. He is now the new head coach of uh, Nebraska. And as expected, back to college. Back to college, yep. Somehow he gets an uh, eight-year deal. I don't understand the commitment.
1: Someone needs to give his agent a raise right that was... raise his agent i don't know what he is saying in these negotiations He's working overtime oh my goodness how did he get him eight years <laughs>
0: right after a seven-year one
1: like i guess he just pulled like the college card like oh well he went 11 and won a baylor
0: that is true but now, uh, and i will say i will say matt rule is a good public speaker whether it's all lies or not. Wait, are you serious? I,
1: I, yeah. Didn't you see that one video where, no, like, in practice? No, no, in practice. Uh, the you harder had- you get
0: coach, we have to then... Coach. No, but I'm talking about I'm I'm talking about those introduction ones, Ben. I'm talking about the introduction. When when you when he needs to get at a podium. Now, post games, when you when he knows uh the talking won't save him, it's miserable. Cause, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know, uh football games. It's not it's not my job to win them all. It's not my job to win them all. That's the kind of stuff that he does. But if you watch his introductory press conference for the Carolina Panthers, and then the same one for uh, Nebraska. He, if you're just there and you're like, "I want to change that head coach," he brings I want energy. Some- yeah. He does bring energy, and then you find out very quickly <laughs> that all of that is just BS. And I, and this is and and when I came to this realization, it, when he is trying to sell himself. Of uh, getting these new jobs and all that stuff, he does a good job speaking like I said, especially those two main ones, until the numbers don't start backing it up. But he talks the way I talked when I needed to meet certain time requirements on presentations in college.
1: Yeah, when you're like, how long can I drag this? Yes, t- one and that's slide what worries out. me. Yeah,
0: because all of those presentations in college were just a waste of time. <laughs> it was, just, <laughs> it was me. Just wasting time.
1: Just getting that degree. Just
0: getting that degree.
1: And he's just getting that check?
0: I think he he is just getting... Yeah. Good segue, Benny. No, uh, I agree. And (laughs) the worst part about all of this is as a Panther fan, you're hearing everything that he is saying about his time in Carolina. And it's just like... So, for example, we don't have exact... uh, We don't have video or sound bites. But one thing he said was... Uh, he never like took part. He never picked anybody. He had some say as he the head coach. Literally said, the "I manager's. didn't make
1: the picks." When there, when he knows, there's like a five-minute video out there of him calling a long snapper. <laughs> And being like, I wanna draft you. No, you're, coming, you're or, coming to Carolina.
0: You're coming or what? Are you serious? Yeah, I just drafted you. are coming or what? We drafted him. Well, we have the best long snapper in NFL history in JJ Jansen. And then we let the long snapper that was drafted, Thomas Fletcher, we just let him go. Like, and it was a six round pick just on a long snapper. It's,
1: yeah, so there's that. But no, it's and then, unbelievable, and there's Just another the things he said. Yeah.
0: And there's another draft video, which I this one thing I love about the Panthers is all of the, like, behind-the-scenes stuff they do. They do, like, their own hard knocks, and they do it with the draft. And it shows Matt Rule writing names on a board, and it's showing who he wants in order. And that's exactly who the Panthers got. And then other clips, they're like, all right, who do we go here? It's like, I like Chuba Hubbard. Oh, my wife says we need to get Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> Let's get Chuba Hubbard. Chuba. We got Chuba. So, yeah, you might not be writing out, making the picks, but once again, scapegoating. Once again, making excuses. Uh, The worst thing, Ben, that irked me, the worst thing was when he said a a four-year plan turned into a two-year and five-game plan. He said, if I knew that it was going to be pushed up that much, I would have went out and signed free agents. We didn't go out and make uh, free agent signings. We were drafting young to build and develop them. Your first two moves as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers were to let Cam walk, sign Teddy Bridgewater to sixty plus billion, and then give Robbie Anderson, whose greatest highlight with the team is calling our mascot a bear, and you give him like thirty million. Like, dude, he is just talking, and no, that's what I mean just about stuff. and that's what I mean like, like, and I say good public speaker. Not for the fact that what he talks, like, has actual substance or meaning, but if you know nothing about him and you're just listening to him and you're like, I want a new head coach for the Nebraska Cornhuskers or whatever they are, I don't pay attention to them. Uh, and I will not. Uh, Matt Rule, like, just the way he speaks and just how how yeah. fast he talks no. until you realize what he's saying.
1: Gosh. <laughs> yeah, we tried to get Rule, but – um. Uh, We couldn't get him. I think he knew we'd make fun of him too much because you saw like he went on some other shows and podcasts and it just baffles me how just no accountability. The story that that we've had all year on this show, just no accountability. The fact that he goes on to some of other some of these other shows and he's just like, yeah, they're doing well now. He took credit. I was about to made excuses for the losses. And then took credit for now they're winning with Wilkes. He said, you know, well, I was part of that growing process and and them winning games now. It's starting a show. Are you kidding me? Dude. And you, he, They so, scored more than 21 points like every game after you <laughs> left. Something you did never. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> what? Dude, and the part about this, too, is the fact that he's saying, like, I didn't make the picks. I don't like the credit for the bad. But then he's like, but the team's doing well now. Uh, I should get some credit for that. And it's just so funny to me that Steve Wilkes, if he gets two more wins, he would have five wins this season. Five wins is the most wins Matt Rule has had in any individual season he's had or the two individual seasons he's had here coaching in Carolina. And Wilkes
1: came in, what, week six?
0: Week six. They were one and five. Matt Rule's overall standout is, what, 11 and 27? Like 29 win percentage? 29% win percentage?
1: Yeah, it was. And bad. that's the,
0: someone for as abysmal as he was, the way he talks is just it just gets me.
1: And I think it's starting to show. uh, You know, you can only fake it till you make it, at to so much extent. Uh, words. Yeah. Like like he's already made it. He's he faked has faked it till he's made he's had, it.
0: he has that that's a valid and that's now a valid point.
1: it's starting to show. And I don't know if people have seen that have been following up with this Matt Rule story, but several players oh, yeah. already entered the transferred portal. The as coldest Crawford. Soon as soon as Rule got hired. Yeah. That's red flag. That is red flag. Because, you know, I mean, some of the—they the, had to have had meetings, the with players and coaches. Yeah. And uh, that first impression— must have been no bueno.
0: Not because you're, you're watching. I mean, look at the players. The way they're talking now, they're like, "We're getting back to Carolina football." Look at the way he's done players. Look at the way he's thrown players into the bus. Oh, I'm happy that I've never thrown anybody under the bus during my time <laughs> in Carolina. I remember a few weeks ago we were sitting right here talking about how DJ Moore uh, was getting thrown under the bus by Matt Rule because uh, Baker was having trouble getting the ball to his receivers. And then Matt Rule said, "Well, the receivers can help Baker out by getting open more." And I, then it's when Cam like Baker,
1: New- who's been the worst quarterback in the league,
0: yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, has one of the worst passer ratings in NFL history with the minimum amount of games played. And then last, or two seasons ago, or no, last season when uh, Cam was back against Washington here at home, he threw two picks. And at the end of the at the end of game press conference, Matt Rule said, "Well, the quarterback can't have two turnovers." Like <laughs> but it one. takes I I, I I often tell uh, I often uh, tell my uh, team anyway. that it takes seven years. It took Jay Z seven years to get where he does. So now he's complaining about a four-year plan. <laughs> being a two-year and five-game uh, plan when he originally said it was going to be a seven-year plan. When, it's just like, I don't want to let this he's bother a meme. me. I don't, he's a meme. Yeah. I don't want to let this bother me, but we are well past that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the way he talked, I'm just like, now I'm going to be that person. What example is he setting for his kids? The way he's just always scapegoating and everything.
1: Yeah, there's no accountability. I thought it was so funny on one of these shows he was on, they said, you know, very generic question and very valid in a time like this. They were like, what... Is something you would have done differently? You know, well, basically, what what's the biggest thing you would have changed? Um, looking back on your time, reflecting in Carolina, and this man said, "Well, well, well, well I probably wouldn't have taken the job." <laughs> what? <laughs> like, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you, yeah, if you knew the result was going to be like this, that's not an answer. It's not an no. Answer. The and no, like that's not an answer.
0: Yeah, then I wouldn't he, have
1: taken the job. He
0: said, what? I've been watching film. I've been trying to see what i do better. Uh Kay Adams asked him what uh on film can he do better, and he didn't answer it. Yeah. It's just like he just talks.
1: Oh, he he I am starting to question if Peyton he actually the, knows anything.
0: Right. <laughs> so <laughs> when I knew it was over for the Panthers during the rule era was when in a post game or a post practice like press conference or something at camp, he was saying the number one motto I preached to my players is uh don't beat ourselves, DBO. Don't beat ourselves. We can we can beat any team in the NFL. We can win. We can accomplish every goal we win, we need to accomplish as long as we uh, 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 don't beat ourselves. And then that same reporter who posted that uh, clip of that interview or that question, it was like the tent uh, that people put up at tailgates, if you can imagine. You like you know put the pole, yes. get four people I walk out. I know what the tent looks you know, like. I'm, I'm just wanted to make sure. And uh, it was like over the water stage, you at know, the practice, and it was literally just like a printer paper. With the letters D B O, just in bold, size like seventy two font, <laughs> and then the players would just hit it, and it and it would it would make, it would make that sound because yeah, you know it's just, printed, were- it was just <laughs> All right, don't beat ourselves, boy. I'm like, man, we're we're over, we're done, we're done. But like, get high, boys. Get high, boys. <laughs> get, get high, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, coach, I I ripped our only song. <laughs> Alright, intern, I need you to go. <laughs> I need you to go back to my office, open up the printer tray. <laughs> Gosh. No, nah, it's just everything he does now just irks me. He's one of those. He's one of those.
1: Yeah, just, he's one of those. I
0: just can't do it. There are very few people in life. And I say not in my life, just in life that I see passing by every night that just irk me. Where's he now, you know? Like I'm the not... lead singer like the singer for Dreamweaver. Whoever sings Dreamweaver. that song just irks me. Um
1: now I'm not too familiar with all of the coaches and in- panthers history like obviously recent years like fox like you know Mm -hmm. rivera um where does rule fall on the list of carolina panthers coaches
0: oh i mean
1: like uh, is he the worst i'm I'm asking like i would
0: say he's the worst okay i would say and uh and i know there's a few sprinkled in there because i mean you have fox you have like ron rivera more in recent history uh but there are a few sprinkled in there but just the way he's like handling it just the no, way he's yeah. talking. There's no professionalism. But there's never been accountability since day one. Yeah, but here's the thing: the the John Fox, like Matt Rule said, it's not like he inherited a winning team, or
1: uh, yeah, he said, not, he said there was no winning culture. That's what I'm saying. You like that, there's
0: and David Tepper said ever that. said that. Yeah. And but like these aren't direct quotes, but he was saying like he was coming in to build a program or build an organization, and that's exactly what he was hired to do. He is not wrong in that fact. But when John Fox came. He took over like a 2-14 and 14 team and led them to a Super Bowl a year or two later in 2003.
1: And Rivera did the same thing.
0: And Rivera took over a 1-14 team, or 1-15, excuse me, and then drafted
1: Cam number one overall. Won the division three times in a row.
0: Yeah, which has never been done before in NFC South history up until the Panthers did between 2013 and 2015. They did it three years in a row when it was never been done two years in a row. And, but it's just like you had two years, and it looked like we digress. I will give Rule this. Cool. When he came in for his first season, and I've said this on the show before, my main goal was to be competitive because at the end of the at the end of the Ron Rivera era, <laughs> Ron Rivera era, uh, you know, with the injuries, Matt Roo, or uh, not Matt Rule, uh, Cam Newton dealing with the shoulder, dealing with the Liz Frank, all that stuff, uh, the the games just became became blowouts. It was, that was the start to where it's like, all right, we we appreciate everything you've done for us, but it's time for a switch up. Even though I still think Ron Rivera is a good coach, as we are seeing that with the Washington Commanders today, but uh, when uh. Ron Rivera came in and he was coaching, and the players let or his era ended. The P- Matt Rule and the new players came in. Matt Rule was competitive in terms of like there was like one or two games that he lost by more than two possessions. One of them was against the Bucs. Maybe the second one was against the Bucs. But all, and that was the biggest thing. The Panthers are like four and 12 in one possession games. And as bad as that stat was, it was it's like, like there's
1: a chance to it turn was, around. That's what I'm
0: saying. First year, new QB and Teddy Bridgewater, uh, younger players.
1: But then the next year, it's the same story, yeah. and you can't score. You can't score. Just-
0: like you have the def- the defense wasn't good the first six seven games Matt Rule was here Phil Snow turned him around the defense got better the offense which is clearly run by Matt Rule and Joe Brady was not good after a while Matt Rule fired Joe Brady and it got even worse
1: like and it's just was Matt Rule ever the play caller do we know
0: I, I believe so yeah was so, once Joe Brady left so garbage. Yeah,
1: garbage. It
0: was, and now, but and the thing, and the difference between Matt Rule and Steve Wilkes now is Steve Wilkes, of course, had his head coaching uh, stint with the Arizona Cardinals back in 2018 was kind of set up for success or set up for failure. You cannot really succeed in the NFL when you were on the Cardinals at that time. and then they say, here's Josh Rosen. Uh, but then you know he's a Carolina boy, uh, Carolina boy, Carolina man. App went State to, dude. W- App State dude. West Charlotte, uh, where he went to school um you know he has a history with uh with the defense here when he coached here and then now he's the interim head coach and one more thing uh the nebraska i'm, I'm blanking on the name but they brought over the defensive back coach from the panthers mm-hmm. he is now coaching with nebraska uh nebraska social media tweeted pff stats for jc horn and how jc horn is like first in all of these rankings and uh with a minimum of 200 snaps played this season at the cornerback position uh, and we know when Matt Rule was here, uh, he had some kind of say or control over social media and my like TikTok and Twitter and all that stuff, which I hated. I'll use the H word for that. I think a yeah, coach worrying about what a whole different department—that's like me being in sales going over to accounting and telling people that they're doing their invoicing wrong or something. Mm-hmm. Like I just think that was so stupid because no matter what, you are now showing players, other coaches, fans that you care about what a whole other side of the organization that you work for is doing when you are. Are going 11 and 27, when you are getting blown yeah. out within the first quarter. But they tweeted out those PFF grades, and then someone responded with. A video, ha, of Matt Rule after a game saying that he doesn't believe in that PFF stuff. He doesn't pay attention. He can't operate in that world because somebody was asking him about the increase in PFF grades in a certain player. Oh, so just
1: uh, – sorry, I'm finding out. He's not an analytics guy either? No. Oh, God. Get him out of here. That's (laughs) – like, it's just – but but you're going to go against PFF,
0: say you don't operate in that world, and then you're going to – he didn't tweet but I'm assuming he has some kind of say in it. If he did it for a professional organization, I can only imagine what he does at a college uh, program. But – It's just one of those things where the more I am hearing, the more I am seeing, the happier I am that he's gone. And like I said, I was giving some benefit of the doubt. This season, I knew he was going to be gone no matter what. I'm actually happy it got done earlier than it needed to be, or earlier. it got done earlier than I thought it would be. Uh, And with Steve Wilkson, he's already won three. He's like, what, three and three? Panthers are four and eight right now. We took over at one and five. That's a lot of math. I would would do that. Yeah, three and Um, three. Three and three. Let's do it. P.J. Walker, uh, Sam Darnold got a win. Sam Darnold actually looked good uh, Sam Darnold did look last good. week.
1: Him, give, him his,
0: uh, give, him, give him his flowers. Give him his flowers. That's what's so funny is because every time he has, like, decent game, like I'll see on Twitter, and at this point it's like, you know what you're getting with Sam Darnold. But it's funny because he does make some crazy throws, yeah. but then he'll throw the worst pick you've ever seen in your life into, like, four people. But then, like, some sideline throws, it's crazy. And with Steve Wilkes here, the players are happier. He's, you, I like the way he talks in press conferences. He, he had one quote where he said uh, – I don't want to be nobody's buddy. I'll be your friend, but I don't want to be your buddy. Because buddies will just be like yes men to you. They'll tell you what you want to hear. Friends will tell you things that you don't want to hear, but to make you a better person. He's like, you don't Steve. want a buddy. You want a friend. And I was like, Steve Wilkes, <laughs> I do want a friend. But uh, honest question, because he, he has to be in the running for it. He has to be in consideration. And if it hasn't started already, it's starting soon with the head coaching uh, search. Steve Wilkes, head coach of the Carolina Panthers, removed that interim tag. Is there a little more we want to see? Is there is there something else you're looking for? But based on his playing, do you think he could get that head coaching? I think he could. Oh, but, definitely but like what what are your thoughts on him potentially having that interim tag removed after the season?
1: I like it. I mean, just he's native, he has the history. Not that that's important in a, you know, decision factor, but you know, he's a loyal guy. Mm-hmm. He knows the culture. Um the team's obviously behind him Which saying is a that huge he's turning the organization around. And he's getting results with not much, you know, at his disposal.
0: The same amount, the same play, the same team that Matt Rule had. He has three wins in six games. Yes, he's three and three. Three and three. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, <laughs> three wins in six. I said,
1: <laughs> I said like a week or so ago. I said if he, like himself, not the team, if he is five hundred or around there by the time the season ends, he will get the job, and I, I stand by that especially, I mean, even if he's less than 500, but it's a game or two, like you said, coming in with exactly what Rule did and just obviously showing he did better, I think you give him the job. I mean,
0: just think about this. Steve and, Wilkes is 3-3 three and in three and six games. Matt Rule is 1-5 and in and six games. When Matt Rule had a whole off season to prep for those six games. Yeah, and I, Steve Wilkes was just kind of thrown into it. Not thrown into it. He was, of course, prepared for it. But, you know, he wasn't going into this thinking that he was going to be the interim head coach six games in.
1: I was going to say, I mean, is there anybody else even better on the market? And that's my thing.
0: I would rather have somebody that a player bought into that is winning games at a kind of a faster rate than the previous coach has. He has history in Carolina. He has history in Carolina when they had their best run in franchise history. And then also he got he got uh, he just got kind of stumped on that on his past head coaching opportunity. Yeah. And I think he I think he deserves another one. Yeah. Now, and I would app like for state. It to be a hometown
1: this is a lesson app state you wait till you see the results to go with the loyal <laughs> native guy you don't just do it That's beforehand. Just, yeah this is
0: the first year since they became uh since they became a FBS program that they are not in a bowl game yeah it's kind of crazy to think about but no otherwise round out Panther talk I like the way the Panthers are heading of course I like Steve Wilkes uh they're playing with a little bit more fire I'm a little more confident going into a game with a game plan uh, knowing that like Steve Wilkes is heading it, and knowing that hey something can happen. I'm seeing more uh, long plays. I'm seeing the defense plays super super well. Brian Burns is about to get a fat paycheck as he deserves. Oh, yeah. Uh, J.C. Horn is pretty much the best cornerback stat-wise in multiple stat categories in the NFL, which I'm a huge fan of. I know a lot of Panther fans wanted Justin Fields instead, but uh, I don't know. I I like I like building a team to have a quarterback come into it, then try to then try to just get a quarterback just get pummeled behind the line of scrimmage with not really the best team around. And I was
1: about to say people don't realize too, like Justin Fields is like a bottom. Yeah I mean he's like a bottom 12 quarterback right now. That's like he like, could definitely statistically be, he, he could, could definitely be good. developed <laughs> into something bad yeah. but they
0: don't have an offensive line luckily the Panthers do this season. But the last couple of games he is showing that he is becoming a quarterback that can win a game and put you in a winning position by getting those crazy runs making something out of nothing which is fun to have and fun to watch. But exactly. NFL wise uh, Panthers uh let's let's keep it rolling. Got the Seahawks next week. Got the uh got the Steelers after, then the Lions, then the Bucks, then the Saints.
1: Winnable games and at this point must win games. So the Panthers are tied for last in the division or third in the division. Represent. But they would have the tiebreakers. So technically the Panthers are third in the division.
0: That's Panthers the fans,
1: there's still a chance. So there's, there's a they're at four and eight right now. And the leader of the division is five and six. They're like a game and a half back. Uh, of the Bucks at five and six. Yeah, and the Bucs play the Saints today. Honestly, Panthers fans are rooting for the Saints here. You got to imagine the Bucs are going to put up a better yeah. end-of-season performance than the Saints. So I'd say Saints W tonight or Monday night. And then, you know, Panthers got to win all of their games, obviously. obviously. But w- they need a lot to happen, but there's a chance.
0: The Seahawks is like one game to where the Panthers can lose in the next five.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, honestly— they need to get a win against the Lions. They need to get a win against the Steelers, and of course, they need to get a win against, against the, the, division, the divisional yeah. opponents. But no, the Seahawks—if if they are going to lose one game, uh, the Panthers are going to lose one game for the rest of the season. Seattle, that could be your gimme, mm-hmm. and then after that. And what scares me is you know, Steelers—they want—they're of, kind of—I feel like on the same level as the Panthers, to where you just don't really know how they're going to play. Lions—that offense terrifies me, although that the uh, just with Jamal Williams at the goal line, DeAndre Swift. Uh, then you got, of course, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Uh, but then P- Bucks and Saints, both teams, Panthers have already beaten, but those division games just go different every, no matter what division you're in. So, I mean, it's going to be exciting into the season. I think it's great that the Panthers still have some kind of fighting chance. They have to win the division. Of course, they're not going to make the wild card. I doubt they will. But, you know. And then your Giants are in a huge game today against the Washington Commanders in terms of, you know, playoff seeding, division game. scene. I mean, the fact – let's look at the NFC East real quick. 10-1 and one Eagles, 8-3 and three Cowboys, 7-4 and four Giants, 7-5 and five Washington Commanders. Once again, shout out to Ron Rivera dark. for bringing that team up with all the crap that is going on within the organization and Dan yeah. Snyder and all and stuff. And I, and I say crap in terms of just all the horrible things and just the yeah. stuff that has come out about Dan Snyder and that organization and just everything that's around it. But – Ron Rivera is able to take that team wet by Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz at some point. Unbelievable to actually fight for the division. And the NFC East,
1: man. Who would have thought?
0: Who would have thought? And uh, and we had some great uh, transitioning from professional football to college football as we round out this episode of the Uptown Sports Crowd. We've had some great college football games yesterday, and we got some. We got some. Uh, got some fun stuff coming up in terms of. Seatings, yeah, rankings, who's going to be moving throughout the list?
1: So Ohio State lost to Michigan for the first time in Columbus since 2000. Since I know I've Will was happy. Here. Yeah, Will was very happy, big Michigan fan. Um, So that was huge. That shook things up because now it was like, Ohio State, they're not in. USC was fourth. They were 11-1, and one, entering the Pac-12 championship. They get smacked by Utah. Then TCU, who's undefeated, third in the country. Big 12 championship against Kansas State, losing overtime, 31-28. So we went from, oh, it's finally going to be the year where Alabama and Ohio State don't make it, to all of the sudden, how do you, like, Alabama and Ohio State have ought to make it now, right? You can't put in a one loss or a two loss USC team, right? And then could you argue, do you put in a, a one loss Ohio State team over a one loss TCU team? I mean, but Alabama also has two losses. But this is what baffles me about the committee I just want to talk about this there by the way it was announced they're expanding the college football playoff to 12 teams uh, in 2024 thank you. about time thank you just so you can honestly just so you can make like the schools like UCF realize they're gonna get destroyed anyways when they make it <laughs> just saying I mean let's be real but um what I don't get is teams in years past have gotten punished for not playing a conference championship game mm-hmm And then they don't get put in. But now we're seeing Ohio State, who's not playing a conference championship game, and they might jump a team in TCU or USC who had to play a conference championship game and lost.
0: And TCU uh, and stuff like that, or USC, uh, got blown out. Or not blown out, but Utah ran away with it at the end. TCU barely lost. Barely Mm -hmm. lost. Got field goal beat them. Kansas State did. And you're going to let... That's, that's my thing. Well, I don't get... With he, Alabama, if they if Alabama gets in...
1: Well, here's the thing. You know they want them to. I, you know they want they to, but... You know they want them to, <laughs> but... Uh, words. But here's the thing. Alabama, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Alabama is sixth. Let's say, theoretically, they make it, or hypothetically, they make it. How can you... What's your argument for having a team jump somebody in the rankings that that you had them below as and neither of them played a game? Like, how can Alabama jump Ohio State or USC or TCU when they have a whole extra game? game? But I also think Alabama deserves to be in because they've lost two games by a total combined two points. Okay. (laughs) And one of them was with their backup quarterback against LSU. So, who would you
0: put Alabama in over?
1: I think they deserve to be in against Ohio State. Ohio State played a soft game against Northwestern or whoever it was. Granted, it was a windy game, but still, that how's that a one-scored game? They got destroyed by Michigan. It's the Big Ten. It's not that powerhouse of a conference. I mean, SEC hasn't been stellar this year either, but I don't understand how you how you leave out Alabama, but you put in a one-loss, I don't know. It, it, it all comes down to schedule and all of these things, and but... I mean, I think it'll be Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Alabama.
0: I would like TCU to be in it.
1: I would like TCU to be in it, but they're not going to do anything. I mean, we can just be blunt about it. They're I know, but it's one of those, un- but it's game. one of those
0: underdog things. Oh, it's, I it's hear another you. UCF to where like I don't care if a team's bigger. Like if a team has played a certain like a season right. the way they have, they deserve to be in it. If they get blown out, they get blown out.
1: Uh, I. The thing is, it just depends on what the argument you make. Like, TCU, I could see them getting dropped, but it's just – it all contradicts itself because you can't put – you can't leave TCU out and be like, well, they lost their conference championship game, and then say, like, well, puts... they played a conference championship game. Exactly. And then put in Ohio State and be like, well, they didn't play a conference championship game. It all contradicts and that, it each other.
0: That's always been my, like, dig against college football is just the way the playoffs are in the championship. How do you have all these teams? You have all these games. You have all these conferences, and you have four total teams – Playing for the national championship. I mean, it used to
1: be worse in the BCS. It was if Mm -hmm. you lost one game, you were not making it. Mm -hmm.
0: And that's like, and it's just, it's hard. It's hard for me. I will watch college football. I'm an App State fan through and through. But it's hard for me to sit down and get very invested to it the way I can with the NFL, to where I can sit down for seven hours, have my TV with a Panther game, and have Red Zone and Scott Hanson on another one, and not move all day and just watch every game, every player, and see what's going on because. I don't wanna be watching I don't wanna spend time watching all these college football games. And then you have four teams that get in and play. Some of them might not be deserving of a playoff spot, but they do because a certain team lost the conference game a championship game and this team didn't play in a conference championship game. But just because that conference championship game ended up a loss for this team, that <laughs> yeah. means the team that didn't play in a conference championship game goes up and just because of the conference championship game they're now playing for the national yeah, championship I game. I just
1: hate how it's arbitrary.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean Who like, is the committee?
1: Yeah. Who is this you know? Higher
0: power. Who is? The celestial? It's like the giver. The giver. It's like the people that they uh, speak to in uh, Loki or Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know, they're just sitting up there. Whoever uh, Jim Halpert was in Doctor Strange, remember him?
1: Oh, yeah. That's,
0: uh, that whole squad with Professor X and all that. Yeah. He, I feel like that's I feel like that's how they do They just sit up there, and they just have TCU going that's up. It's right. like, I know we lost the conference championship. Please give it to us. They're like, nah.
1: But real quick. That was funny. Real quick before the show <laughs> ends. who do you think? Who do you think wins the national championship? Georgia. I was about to say, I think Georgia, people have been like Georgia has not looked as good this year, but they're I think they're gonna kick it into another gear. I'm sorry, Michigan is not it. Hardball is not winning you a championship. Say, like, if fans, hardball TCU's does, definitely not winning it. If they do make it. I'm rooting for TCU though, if they get in. We're talking about the underdogs. Okay, no, for TCU. That's fair. But um USC is obviously not gonna make it. Please just don't put Ohio State in. I hate Ohio State. Um what's even your, what's, from there.
0: What's your feelings uh for what what what's your
1: feelings about Ohio State? Um I just you know, I hate Urban Meyer. I've never liked Ohio State. They've always just kind of been a eh, team.
0: Yeah. Eh. Yeah. The Ohio State. I don't The, like
1: that, yeah, the, get that out of here. There's like 40 states. You, you can't
0: get beat by your main rival, like, you can't get beat by your main rival the way you did and be like, the Ohio no. State. Absolutely not. We appreciate you tuning in to the Uptown Sports Crowd. We do this every single Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. Thank you for your time. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, You can catch us on 94.7 FM, 1660 AM, the Fox Sports Radio Charlotte mobile app or FoxSportsRadioCharlotte.com. Also, catch us out or catch us on our podcast anywhere you catch podcasts. We'll see you next week.